Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Andrew, today I want to talk about something that uh, is very interesting to me and that you have a post today that $10 patrons can access. Everybody become a patron, become at the $10 level. Andrew's back to blogging like it's Saints Nation Days 2012, uh, churning out content content every single day, making me feel lazy. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, But your post to me was really interesting because you focused on the defensive line. And when I read it, the thing that struck me was two things. One, the defensive line is kind of quietly, I feel like fans, when we think of the Saints resurgence these last four years, we think of Kamara, we think of Michael Thomas, we think of Lattimore on defense, we think of Demario Davis. But the defensive line has sort of been quietly the engine that sort of is the foundational piece of this defense being good in that you cannot run on the Saints. They stuff you in the run. The pass rush has been the best it's been in the Sean Payton era. And I think it's one of those things fans don't think about it. And then you look up and you're like, Rankins might leave. Trey Hendrickson might leave. They might have to move on from Malcolm Brown. And then you're like, oh, my God, the defensive line might take a giant step backwards. And, oh, by the way, it's a foundational piece of your de- of your whole entire team what the hell's going on? I think it's it's quite possibly the biggest story of the offseason that no one's quite talked about yet. Totally. I mean, if you look at the success, so if you look at the success of the Saints from 2018 through 2020, and obviously we're talking mostly about regular season success because the playoffs haven't gone well, but um, they've won a lot of games and you know, as much as, I mean, it's like you said, Lattimore, you can talk about Lattimore, you can talk about Demario Davis. I mean, special teams obviously has been great. I know, I know Morstead and Lutz weren't great this year, but, you know, the coverage units were still really good. And over the years, 
Morstead and Lutz, certainly in 18 and 19, were fantastic. And the coverage units are really good. And adding Deontay was great. So special teams have been good. You obviously... Uh, Michael Thomas had the great year in 19. Kamara just had the great year this year. Uh, but the offense has declined. And line has kind of been beat up. So if I had if I had to pick one position group that I said was most directly responsible for the Saints' record from 2018 to 2020 these last three years, I would pick the defensive line. And to further illustrate your point, Ralph, I mean, look at, you mentioned they stopped the run. Second in the NFL in 2018, fourth in 2019, third this year. So they've been in the top five against the run each of the last three years. Then you look at sacks, sack production, okay? They were fifth in 2018 with 49, they were third in 2019 with 51, and then eighth this year with 45. So they've been in the top 10 in sacks each of the last three years, and they were top five two of the three years. So the point here is the production of the defensive line has been insane, and that's been the constant over the last three years, and that's been the common denominator as the offensive line's been hurt, as Michael Thomas has been up and down. Alvin Kamara's been a little up and down. Uh, Lattimore's been a little up and down. The, the one thing you can keep pointing to is this dominant production, top five production, year in, year out from the defensive line. And I really think that's been the engine that's kept this ship afloat as Drew Brees has aged and you know other other issues have popped up like Thomas Morstead declining uh, that you didn't expect. So... Yeah, I, I think the prospect of losing Rankins, of losing Hendrickson, of losing Malcolm Brown is way more scary than we give it credit for because if this constant, which is defensive line dominance, were to go away, I start to fear this team. that, that That's going to make them 9-7 and seven or worse much quicker than Drew Brees leaving will. And you might also want to unmute yourself, Ralph. That's kind of critical. Yeah, the one thing that I, I've, I sort of have tried to tell myself on Twitter is not to fight with the stat nerds. They have a lot of famous analytics people with a lot of followers, and they, they sort of, over time, have sort of poo-pooed the Saints be, being great against the run defense. And I know like their stat of not giving up a 100-yard rusher, that was sort of like – just a random thing, and it finally broke against the Eagles. But I would fight with them, and I was like, just because the NFL has become a passing league, it doesn't mean that you can be shitty against the run. Like the Saints being able to go into every game. They had games where teams just didn't even try. I mean, Philadelphia was the first team in a long time that was like, we're going we're gonna to run this, but we're going to – run this ball because we got Jalen Hurts and all this like a lot of times teams are just like <laughs> we're not even going to bother and the thing that it allows the Saints to do on defense is to be like they're going to have to throw to beat us and it makes a team one-dimensional and I thought it was a valuable thing and I just I stopped fighting with the stat nerds because I think I think they don't I think a lot of things in football have changed but I think still one of the foundational things Andrew is if you can't stop the you, 
being able to stop the run doesn't guarantee you success is what I like to say. But if you can't stop the run on defense, you're fucked. Like I – a hundred percent believe that. Like if you if you cannot stop the run, teams just go and we saw it with the Saints. They just go into the game and they're like, "Why pass? We're just gonna we're just gonna hand off thirty times and run for a hundred and sixty and have the ball for thirty seven minutes, and that's gonna give us a great chance to win." And if the Saints aren't perfect on offense, they're fucked. So I look at this defensive line like to me, Trey Hendrickson. And you tell me if you think I'm wrong. I think Trey Hendrickson's, he's, he might be easier to replace with. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Uh, Granderson and a, and a veteran guy. I worry about Malcolm Brown more because when he was out with that calf issue, the run defense struggled. And I just worry that, like, we say it's easy to find a fat old guy to plug in there, but what if you can't? And I... I don't know if Tuttle and Roach are good enough to do it. I kind of worry more about Malcolm Brand. I know that puts me in the minority, but is my theory crazy? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. 
a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. No, it's, well, no, it's not crazy. I mean, I, I see what you're getting at, and I think... You know, first of all, my my comment to the Statner, going back to your Statner question, I mean, I just put some statistics out there, and when you when you correlate Saints wins to what they're doing most consistently well, it's getting sacks and stopping the run. So I, I mean, the, the proof is in the pudding. So I, I don't really feel like stat nerds can disagree with that because that's specific specific statistics, you know. And so uh, I think they're kind of arguing against their point almost, you know, if 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 they're naysaying that, but I I will say if if you lose Hendrickson, unless they draft a guy, which they probably will, or, or unless they add a guy in free agency, which they probably won't, uh, Granderson is like your in-house replacement for him. And the way I view Granderson is, I mean, he's obviously not going to put up anywhere near the sack total, at least. I, I would be shocked if he did. And he's not going to put the same amount of pressure. But if Davenport is healthy and can return to form, then all you really need out of Granderson is see, – see, the thing with Hendrickson is they got way more out of him than they needed or expected this year. Yeah. And that well, was no, they, I think the they kind of – I think they need – I think they needed a lot out of Hendrickson because – Davenport was I'm hurt sorry, as they always. That, I'm sorry that they thought they would need. They would thought um, they would get. Yeah, like, yeah. But I see your point in that. If if Cam Jordan returns to nine, let's say nine plus sacks, and Davenport can get you six or seven and be healthy-ish for 12 to 16 games, then all you need from Granderson is like 
six. four or five sacks. Yeah, yeah. That's great. The yeah. thing that made Hendrickson so special in 2020 was Davenport got hurt. Cam Jordan had a horrible, like a horrible year by his standards, and Trey Hendrickson became the guy. And you're like, it's fun because he got 13 and a half sacks. So right. like, um, things could be different, but. Um, the thing about Granderson, but I think I, I just think Granderson, you know, really what they thought they were going to use Hendrickson for, because he is a little bit of a liability against the run. You go back and you watch his tape against Philadelphia, Oof. and his containment was just awful in that game. And so, you know, he, he can be exposed a little bit. He had moments against the run. It's not like he's incapable, but I think there's times where he can lose a little bit of discipline there. So. Granderson, I would say his write-up as a player is is very similar, you know, in that you kind of want him in there on third and five. And so it's fine as long as Davenport's fine. The problem is when if Davenport goes down, I don't ha- I don't think Granderson can go in and give you what Trey Hendrickson did this year. So it, it's kind of like they can lose Hendrickson if they have Davenport and Granderson. The thing is they didn't really have Granderson. They didn't really have Davenport last year, at least not the way we were hoping to have. Him. So he needs the, it's it's almost like they need both to replace what they got out of Hendrickson, and I I think they can get that. I don't think there's a guy on this roster. There's not so that's a potential solution, right? If health works out, there is no potential solution for Malcolm Brown. If you lose him, you have to replace him because there is no one on this roster that gives you what what he gives them in the run game do you worry that uh that it's gonna that 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 replacement is gonna be harder than we uh than we imagine it to be yes and no uh yeah, malcolm brown has limitations too you know he's 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 pricey he's not a guy that plays a ton of snaps and on top of that, I think he doesn't really give you much as a pass rusher. So, you know, there, there's a there's a give with him too, and it is fairly easy to find these huge run-stuffing defensive tackles, and you can get them usually for pretty cheap. You know, I'm talking about guys that maybe play 30 to 40 percent of the snaps. Um, they're playing on first and ten. As soon as it becomes really obvious the other team's going to pass, they immediately come out of the game. That's kind of been Malcolm Brown, right? And Malcolm Brown two years ago played way more than he should have because of injuries in the interior. Uh, But this year, I think his usage was more kind of what they expected and wanted. So I do think he can be replaced. I do think they can find guys. Those guys are generally – you're generally able to find them, and they're generally pretty cheap, and there's a lot of veterans out there. But – you know, at the same time, it's uh, when you've been this successful for three years against the run, and Malcolm Brown's been such a huge part of that, I hate to bring a new guy into the scheme. You know, it's almost like, and he's still pretty young, I would rather make it work financially and keep him, especially when you're losing Rankins, especially when you're losing Hendrickson, potentially. Uh, I just... I would hate to lose Malcolm Brown on top. Now, if they lose Malcolm Brown, but they keep Rankins and Hendrickson, then you know maybe I'd be more on board. But I, uh, you just can't spring too many leaks, you know. I like, I like Rankins. 
personally. He's a great interview. He's a fun guy. I wish he had not gotten hurt because he was coming along and he was amazing, right, uh, in 2018. But, like, he doesn't excite me at, at all coming back in a sense of I'll hope if – if they bring him back for dirt cheap, I'll hope that it works out but like he doesn't excite me at all because i i look at him it's been it's been two years like and he keeps getting hurt like it just i i just don't think i just don't think it's gonna happen for him and he he just feels to me like he's just he's just a guy you know yeah we've said that multiple times on the show and uh, it's funny i was just reading a tweet that he he put he um or it was a tweet from um rod walker where he basically said that Rankins feels like he's got his uh, his step back and, you know, he, he feels like he's going to be – they can just turn on that 2018 tape and he's back. And I, that's great. That's what he should be saying going into free agency, but that's just not reality. Yeah. At, least I, at least I haven't seen it yet. The, the thing that really concerns me, besides the fact that they may have an exodus and, and, the, and you know, you showed that the defensive line is really kind of the, the engine that drove every that drove everything on defense. The thing that really concerns me is you look at the draft and you were like, eh, at 28, it's going to be really hard to get a guy that has high impact because you said it's, it's deeper, but they don't have a lot of high-end guys. And the thing to me is, man, pass rushing rookies – it takes them a little bit usually, and if you like, like Hendrickson, it took him four years to get where he is. Like if you draft a guy in the third round, like he ain't gonna, he's gonna get you two sacks. Like, yeah, it, like this is a, this is a well, yeah, that's that's generally true. I mean, I don't think the Saints are getting a ten sack guy in in the draft this year. I just don't think he exists at pick twenty eight. So. You know, what's going to be interesting is, so yeah, it's like you said, I I think the defensive line at the top is really poor in this draft. And so it it can go two ways. If you have a very defensive line needy team, are they just going to overdraft a guy because they they need it so bad and they're just like, okay, well, we sort of like this guy, so let's gamble on him. Um, So you could do that. Or teams may may not pick defensive linemen very much in the first round and then maybe you do get a guy that's decent that falls at 28 so we'll see how it goes yeah. um but i i do think you probably want to wait till the second or third round um to pick there because you start to get better value um as, as you drop into the later rounds where i do think there's depth i just don't think it's very talented at the top so I, I, don't, I don't i don't know that there's a ton of guys worthy of first round picks Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to. Sign Sign in today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. 
With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. The thing is, though, is, and this is the hard thing, is, is because the Saints have won the last four years, we, we look at the draft as, we need a guy now, we need a guy now, we need a guy now. But I think... Not that the Saints are in rebuild mode and not that they're punting on 2021 because they're not going to do that. I don't really don't believe. But I do think we, we're getting to the point, Andrew, where you look at Cam Jordan and you start to say, hey, if there's a guy that we really like and they want to move, you know, the Saints, knowing them, they want to move up from 28 to 20 or 18 and draft a defensive end as like the heir apparent to Cam Jordan, like that's okay too because look, Cam Jordan, I believe the decline has started with him. Hopefully he can bounce back, but I think it's totally fair for the Saints to to start thinking they got to re they got to restock on the defensive line and draft a guy for not just 2021 to the future. Um well there's no there's no guarantees that Davenport's back after this year too. That's right. Yeah, so I I think defensive end is kind of sneaky, sneaky huge for the Saints. And unless your plan two, three years from now is to be starting Carl Granderson, um, (laughs) then you need to draft some guys. And look, Granderson, like, let's say say he's good. Like, there's off-the-field stuff, like, that could could rear its ugly head with him, you know? So I— the thing with Grant, uh, they, they got they got to get they got to get a guy like they they and, yeah. and yes trading up to get one kind of sounds petrifying when you consider they did it with Davenport and it didn't work but it's a it's a big need for this team yeah I mean pass rush defensive ends are freaking hard to get and it's why it's why you know you look at Denver is a team that is potentially very much in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And the rumor is they're going to build a package around Bradley Chubb, their defensive end. And yeah, he was hurt, but he's been, he, he got hurt a little bit, but he's been good and he's got two double digit sack years and he's under control for multiple, a couple more years. So Denver would say, Hey, Texans, do you want him and two first round picks and a second round pick? Like that's appealing because teams look at pa- elite pass rushers and are like, they're freaking hard hard to get um you know but it's it's gonna be I think I think you're 100% right the thing that scared me is like the names that you threw out at 28 like you said like you can go over a couple of them I I was like ugh. and to be fair I didn't watch hardly any college football this year not LSU so I don't know I know less than what I normally know about college football and what I normally know is like nothing so um Throw out some names and get people excited, maybe. Well, for for the draft. Yeah. At twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Some... I mean, I I kind of like some guys later. I mean, look, if, if some of these guys were to drop, uh, you know, the Penn State defensive end Oa, he he's gonna be gone. You know, I mean, you know, the Miami defensive end Greg Russo. A lot of people feel like he's a high end prospect, but I. He, he was an opt-out this year. He certainly has potential, but he was never that productive. And so, you know, he's he's got the skills, but, you know, maybe you take him at 28. Uh, you know, Christian 
uh, Barmore of, of Alabama, I would say that the, he's a defensive tackle I would take if he was there at 28. But again, like I don't know that he's falling. And so after that, you've got a lot of guys just like the Saints don't take like the Aziz Ojolari types. Aziz Ojolari of Georgia, he's kind of like the um, Barkevius Mingo type, you know, where he's like really lean and, and fast around the edge. Like the, the Saints don't take those guys. He's you know, all world in the categories of names Ralph can't pronounce. Yeah, so he he's kind of but like there's a lot of guys like in the second and third round that like I start to think it maybe the Saints trade up in the second round to get some of these guys if they're still available. It's like Carlos Basham of Wake Forest, uh, you know NC State defensive tackle Lee McNeil, uh, Houston defensive end Peyton Turner, and Oklahoma defensive end Ronnie Perkins. So th- those are some of the names I threw out there. Those guys fit the prototype uh, in the sense that they're athletic, they're big, uh, they have long arms, uh, so they fit kind of the athletic profile that the Saints like for a defensive end because the Saints value stopping the run. We we already know that. Like They'd rather get a guy like Cam Jordan that has good – pass rushing moves but is also stout like they Mm -hmm. they don't want a guy that's a total liability against the run and i know like junior galette was a guy that was on this team at one point but um you know junior galette was an undrafted rookie you know and and to be fair with the junior galette put all the off-field insanity aside he did i remember on your blog you did say he got better against the run relatively speaking, where he went from an abomination to just bad. And I know that's it seems like a joke, but he did they did get him a little bit better against the run. So that just shows how important it is to the Saints that you can't just be this dude that gets sacks and does nothing else. Well, you just won't play. You know, that's the thing. The Saints uh, the Saints value versatility. They yeah. always have. And, you know, there's some teams that will put you at outside linebacker in a 3-4, and if all you mm-hmm. can do is rush the passer, that they'll, they'll, they'll let you do that. There, there are teams, there are schemes that allow for that. That's just not the Saints. So, you know, when you see a guy like Ojulari and you're like, oh, he's an explosive edge guy that's really small and needs to build out his frame, like the Saints – I'd be shocked if they take a guy like that. They just never have. So, um, you know, anyway, those names I threw out are kind of guys that fit the prototype. And I would look for the Saints to maybe get more active in the later rounds with defensive line. I don't think they're going to go mm-hmm. 28 again just because of – unless, again, unless Christian Barmore, a guy like that, falls to them, maybe they consider it because they will go best player available. Yeah, I, and listen – it's it's going to be interesting. I, I'm really hoping if the Saints, if they can keep Malcolm Brown, even if they lose Hendrickson, and then they add a guy in the draft, wherever that would be, I'll feel okay about it. But if they if they if Rankins, Hendrickson, and Brown all walk out the door, I will be as close to panicked about the defensive line as you can be. I just feel like that's too much that's it's too much it's too much loss at one position. And that doesn't even account for uh if Cam Jordan or Onyamata or you know or Roche or one of these guys gets hurt, you know, you're st- you're starting out thin cuz you're bringing in new guys. So it's a concern. It's a concern to me and um and we'll, and we'll just have to see how it goes. So, this guys, this has been Saints Happy Hour. Please support the show. 
And listen, Andrew, when we say to people, support the show so we can grow the show and grow the community, like we mean it. Like we don't like most of this money you guys give us, we don't make we don't put it in our pockets. You know what we do? We give you swag, we hire Thomas in Poland to run the goddamn YouTube channel and run the the, the live stream so it can be better. Like when we say to help us invest in the show like we mean it like this money like we're we're giving it to to thomas and poland we're doing cool stuff to make the show better uh so that's what that's what's supporting the show that's what it allows us to do preach ralph <laughs> so for andrew i'm ralph thanks for joining us become a goddamn patron and support the show and we will see you again tomorrow <laughs>